0: Hi there, and welcome to Touching the Sunrise Podcast. I'm Sister Catherine Herms, and it's my delight to be with you for the next few moments. Easter is such a wonderful time to not only reflect on healing, but to immerse ourselves in the scriptural passages of the season that bring about healing, where we see the healing that Jesus brought. To so many people around him, his disciples, those who had betrayed him, and those who had given up on this whole enterprise and seemed to just want to return home. And this is the way Jesus is with us, not only at Easter, but always through our life. This shows us that Jesus always comes after us, invites us, loves us, enters into our life, no matter where we think we are, what we think we've done, and what we think we've lost. So I thought today that we would take the disciples on the road to Emmaus as our model of healing. We all remember the story of the two disciples who had left Jerusalem for Emmaus and along their way, Jesus came up behind them and asked them where they were going. And they didn't recognize him, and so they said, are you the only one in Jerusalem who doesn't know what's been going on there the past few days? And, and Jesus pretended not to know, and he said, what things? And little by little, the two disciples told him of, of their sorrow, what they thought was going to happen, what had gone wrong, and what their feelings were. Jesus wanted to hear what was in their hearts from them, even though he knew it all along. And and then we know how they invited him after he had explained everything in scriptures referring to him and, and had woken up their faith and their, their excitement and their love. They had invited him to stay the night. And so we're... We're kind of entering into that part of this story. Cleopas must have been frightened and confused as he walked to Emmaus. Have you ever felt like all is lost? Imagine you are Cleopas walking along the road to Emmaus after the death of Jesus. What regrets are you running from? as were Cleopas and the other disciple. Where are you trying to control your life? To fix a problem your own way? To redirect your own life without the presence and power of Jesus? Experience within yourself Cleopas' joy when you realized that Jesus had appeared to him. When have you felt a change from dejection to joy in just a few short hours? How do you identify with Cleopas's sadness or his joy? To put ourselves in this story, really within Cleopas, we're going to read this imaginative account. A servant cautiously cracked the door open, raised a lamp, and peered out to see who was knocking so loudly. It's them, he called over his shoulder, then quickly pulled the two disciples into the house where the apostles were hiding. Everyone started speaking at once. We saw Jesus, Cleopas said excitedly. You saw him? So has Peter. Where did you see him? What did he look like? Tell us, Cleopas, what was he like? Quiet, said Peter. Give them something to drink. They've come from Emmaus. That's a long journey. Let them catch their breath. Cleopas sat down, took a drink of water, and then began. You all know we left Jerusalem yesterday morning. I saw no reason to stay. Jesus was dead. He had died like a criminal. I couldn't believe I had given up so much to follow him. And then he died like that. I wasn't going to hang around in hiding. On the way back to Emmaus, we were talking about what had happened, what went wrong, what we could have done, what we should have done. It felt so lonely out there on the road, walking back to our old life. We were trying to figure it out to make sense out of it, attempting to comprehend what what our own lives meant after this devastating loss of Jesus. We were getting nowhere. Cleopas paused and reflected quietly. And then he said, We were getting nowhere until this man joined us on the way. There was something different about him. He was so full of joy. Peace flowed from him. Was it Jesus? James asked. We thought he was just a traveler, Cleopas continued. When we told him about Jesus' death on Calvary, everything made sense to him. Where we saw roadblocks and problems, he explained to us the mysterious plan, the designs of God, starting with Moses and David and Isaiah, and fulfilled now in Jesus. It gave me such a feeling of hope to think that what seemed like the end might just be one dark moment in a journey that the Lord has blessed. Cleopas paused, and the room was in complete silence for a moment. You know, we don't really need to understand this on our own terms, but on God's. Cleopas continued, As the evening began to fall, we stopped and ate together. I realized how my heart was burning like, like, like the first time we met the Master. Peter quietly broke in. Yes! Cleopas agreed. But the stranger gave himself away when he broke bread and gave it to us, just as Jesus had done on the night he was arrested. Cleopas put his arm on Peter's shoulder and he said, Peter, Peter, I think everything is going to be fine. I think everything is just the way it is meant to be. Look, James exclaimed. The room was suddenly bursting with radiant light and their hearts swelled with joy. A figure had appeared. He said, Do not be afraid. Why do you doubt it is I? Jesus! Cleopas exclaimed. Look at my hands and my feet. It is me, risen, here, with you. As Cleopas walked away from Jerusalem in confusion and regret, His shattered expectations had become a wall between him and reality. I bet there are times in your life when things didn't work out as you had planned. Someone got hurt. Plans fell apart. Dreams were shattered through others' mistakes or your own. A good question to ask yourself in these situations is, Am I certain that this wall of fear and disappointment is the whole truth? So quietly imagine yourself with the disciple and the stranger eating supper in Emmaus. Watch as Jesus quietly prays and then breaks the bread, handing it to you with the words, This is my body. Take and eat. Let the radiance emanating from the face of Jesus pour over you now. Freeze that moment and soak in the warmth and light from around that table. The same thing that happened at Emmaus happens at Mass. In the readings and homily, we can hear Jesus helping us understand the large picture of salvation history. In the Eucharistic prayer, the bread and wine become as at the Last Supper and as at Emmaus, the body and blood of Jesus. Bringing this mystery to mind, let us sit in quiet peace. And when you are ready, overlay the image of light And warmth in that Emmaus house where Cleopas and the disciple were at supper with Jesus onto your experience of the mass in your parish let them merge together ask God to help you to see the mystery of the mass and the mystery of your life as he sees them as you pray As you pray, experience the same amazement Cleopas felt. Your view of events is not how God sees them. Watch for the stirring of your spirit, the promise of a hope you could never have entertained without God's help. This hope draws you to Jesus in the Eucharist and is fueled by Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, and this joy will propel you into the darkness to announce that Jesus is alive, and you also have been risen from the dead. Thank you for joining me for this Easter Monday meditation. Let us pray for each other, and God bless.